Slava Jesus Christus, Slava Navika, glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil again, and I know I haven't been consistent with my podcast because of my busyness, but I'm going to try as much as possible to do a short little podcast every day from now on. So, I'm going to um, continue reading from this uh, catechism of the World Meeting of Families that was held in Philadelphia in 2015. Love is our mission, the family fully alive. And we'll continue reading this. And this is called, Good Marriages are Built on Virtues, Especially Mercy and Chastity. People who want to build their marriage on rock will cultivate certain virtues. The Catechism of the Catholic Church promises that in the sacrament of marriage, Christ dwells within a couple, helping spouses to pick up their cross, to rise again after they have fallen, to forgive and bear one another's burdens. Pope Francis makes a related point succinctly when he says living together is an art which can be summarized in a few simple words. Please, thank you, and sorry. Learning to say these things can be hard, but marriages can turn very painful very fast when these simple words are missing. All of the cardinal virtues, prudence, temperance, justice, fortitude, and all the theological virtues, faith, hope, and love, are necessarily irrelevant for a marriage to flourish. Chastity, in particular, is the seed from which strong marriages grow. To train our hearts for marriage, we need practice and interior freedom, the practice of seeing our sexuality in the context of communion and the holiness of each other's personhood. Chastity forms the good habits of self-denial and self-control, which are prerequisites for treating others with mercy. Marriage fantasies, absent a chaste heart, make a poor start for a long walk of mercy. Real marital unity also relies on mercy, a quality we learn from Jesus and see throughout God's covenant. In the liturgy, we pray, Lord, have mercy. Jesus gives us his mercy so he can, we can be merciful. Mercy grows when we love as Christ showed us. The grace of Christian marriage is a fruit of Christ's cross, the source of all Christian life. Catholics believe that Christ himself is at work in each of the seven sacraments and that the Holy Spirit is a fire in the sacraments transforming into the divine life whatever it touches. In the sacrament of marriage, God's covenant is made visible. The covenant's grace is communicated and shared. In the sacrament of marriage, God's covenant enters into our homes and becomes the foundations of our families. Christian marriage is a matter of mutual self-surrender. And of course, there are alternatives, other models of marriage and offer in a society today. But to the degree that marriage is a prize, we allow ourselves and our partner only after a long sequence of erotic additions 
or to the extent that marriage is a contract, a division of rights between individuals protecting your own autonomy, then we are sowing the seeds of disappointment and conflict. Eros will wax and wane, and a framework of contesting rights is not fertile ground for mercy. Over the centuries, human beings have married for countless reasons, some of them ennobling, some of them pragmatic. In sacramental marriage, the church offers us shelter, grace, and a daily lesson in the nature of God's love. The church's marital vows constantly recall a husband and a wife to their better natures and situate a marriage in a relation to the other sacraments as well, especially penance and Eucharist. The sacramental economy puts reconciliation and fidelity at the foundation of married life and in so doing fosters and protects true communion between the sexes. To people in postmodern times, uncertain what and who can be trusted, such a venture seems risky. But the church, a mother who knows the human heart better than we know ourselves, also knows who Jesus is, that he is the Lord, that he is trustworthy, and that his way of loving is in the end the only way. Jesus creates a new possibility for us a vision of marriage based on his covenant with the church, a marriage based on abiding permanence, chastity, and mercy. We can see how this sacramental marriage integrates with the whole of Christian life for cultivating the virtues of love, interior freedom, fidelity, mercy, and forgiveness is a lifelong project which builds upon habits of prayer, participation in the sacraments, and familiarity with the story of God's covenant. The Lord knows that no marriage displays all the virtues all the time, but in His mercy He gives us penance and Eucharist so that we might grow in our capacity to love as Jesus does. Orienting ourselves, our lives this way demands sacrifice, but in the end this life is beautiful. Jesus is the path of truth and joy. So, what is the Catholic spirituality of marriage? What can families do to celebrate and protect Christian marriage? If marriage is a sacrament, what are the implications for courtship? What qualities should we seek in a potential spouse? How do the sacraments of penance and Eucharist relate to the sacrament of marriage? In the Lord's Prayer, we say, Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Do you find it easy or difficult to do that? How does forgiveness enable relationships? So that's my little talk of today, something to reflect upon, upon our uh, love of our mission, about marriage, about building our marriages on mercy and chastity. Thank you. God bless.